Hello and welcome to the Newsmax Daily for December 29th, 2023. It's the fifth and final Friday of the month and the final Friday of the year with only two more days to go in 2023. Let that sink in for a moment. Today is the fifth day of the 12 days of Christmas celebration or observation. It's really a celebration. Five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Again, the 12 days of Christmas is much more symbolic and important than that silly song. If you don't know, go back and listen to yesterday's podcast if you missed it. It's also the fourth day of Kwanzaa, and other than that, there isn't really much happening or significant on the calendar or even on the food calendar. There is a significant amount of holiday travel continuing today, this being another very busy weekend in the air, on the roads, and maybe on the rails as well. I know here in Orlando, the roads have been packed all week long, as has the airport. But again, it's Orlando. Hopefully, the weather will cooperate not only for travel, but for the million-plus people that will be spending New Year's Eve in Times Square. In the headlines this Friday, a second American hostage has now died while being held hostage by the Hamas terror group in Gaza. 70-year-old Judy Weinstein Hagee, an American-Israeli teacher, she was shot by Hamas while walking with her husband out for their daily walk early in the morning on October the 7th, the attack in Israel. She has been declared dead. And while Israeli forces expand the attack on Hamas in Gaza, Israel is still under attack from Hamas as well. A synagogue in southern Israel was destroyed by a Hamas rocket. This is Newsmax Jerusalem correspondent Daniel Cohen. Today, the IDF discovered and destroyed three new tunnel shafts in the area of Gaza City's Rantisi Children's Hospital. Israeli forces say the tunnels were connected to a Hamas command center underground uh, several kilometers long in the heart of Gaza City. Israeli forces found grenades, rifles, rocket launchers. Again, this is underneath a children's hospital. And speaking of tunnels, Sean and Emma, two Israeli soldiers were killed today in an intense firefight with Hamas terrorists under a, uh, in a mosque, I should say, in Khan Yunis. Special forces discovered a hidden tunnel network underneath that mosque. Those soldiers were killed by an IED at the entrance. Uh, Sean Emma bringing the death toll now for Israeli forces to 167. Hamas is using a children's hospital as a shield, shielding its headquarters. Let me remind you, they beheaded babies. That's Daniel Cohen reporting from Jerusalem on National Report. Here in the States, a win and a loss for former President Donald Trump is topping the headlines. The leading GOP candidate for the 2024 Republican nomination as the state of Maine joins Colorado in removing Trump's name from its presidential ballot, while California is keeping him on the ballot. Unlike Colorado and some other states where the decision is left to the courts in Maine, apparently, the decision is up to the Secretary of State, who is a Democrat. In fact, Trump had asked her to recuse herself, but she declined ahead of the ruling. This follows the news yesterday that Michigan Supreme Court ruled with a lower court or agreed with a lower court ruling to leave Trump's name on the ballot. Back to National Report with Sean Kreisman and Emma Reckenberg. 
Christina Caramo is the chairwoman of the Michigan Republican Party and joins us now. Chairwoman, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, again, a lot of focus on your state and looking ahead to the primary election. Trump will remain on the ballot. But what's your reaction to the overall challenge initially to take his name off of it? It's unconstitutional. Um, it is a, a, a ruse from the Democrats to deny people the political representation, where we're politically and constitutionally entitled to. Um, this just shows the great lengths that these people will go through uh, to the point now they're looking to throw candidates off the ballot. And what people need to remember is this is the dangerous direction our country is going in, because it starts with President Trump, then it'll go to other candidates that individuals that the Democrat Party uh, seem to not want to have on the ballot because they're afraid of these people because they know they'll lose. And then they'll just find a course that they can manipulate and then throw people off the ballot. So I think this is something that all Americans really need to be concerned about and reach out to your elected officials and really get involved politically to see how we can prevent things like this from continuing. That's Christina Caramo, chair of the Michigan Republican Party on Newsmax. And listen to what she said in closing. So, you know, this just shows that our, our society is lawless and, and how we got to this point is a question. And this is why one of the things we're pushing at the Michigan Republican Party is better political representation by more citizen engagement and activism. Because these people are getting away with, at this moment, what they feel they can get away with. And they feel that the American people are asleep at the wheel. They feel that the American people have been duped enough into believing that this somehow is, is a, 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 a permitted practice simply because they've been convinced that Donald Trump is so horrible and terrible, like Trump derangement syndrome. So but with that being said, uh, we have to make sure that we get more citizens involved and engaged so they can know how to lawfully fight back against things, things like this. Yeah. So our, 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 our government is running away from us, we the people, and this is really dangerous territory for us to be in. That's okay. why we are pushing more citizen engagement that we can stop situations like yeah. this. It's so important, right, to get involved in your elections. Be aware of what's happening in the primaries. That way you let your voice be heard. Chairwoman for the Michigan Republican Party, Christina Karama, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate it. Republicans are, of course, appealing Colorado's ruling and are expected to do the same in Maine. Trump is also vowing to sue Maine over the decision. And you may have seen this or heard this already. This is trending big time today. A tweet or an X from Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. Sometimes the truth hurts. That's when it's most important to see it. What they're doing to Donald Trump right now in Maine, you see the news today, it's unconstitutional, it's anti-American, it's wrong. I'm doing everything I can to stand against it. I'm the only candidate in this race who has said... I will remove my name from any ballot where they remove Trump as well. But we got to open our eyes to the fact that they're not going to let this man get anywhere near that finish line. That's the hard truth. We can't fall for their trap. They're selling us the rope today that they will use to hang us tomorrow. All I'm asking you to do is to open your eyes right now. See what's going on. They have fooled us time and again. Fool me once, shame on them. Fool me twice, shame on us. Open your eyes, people. If you see what I see, then you understand that next year isn't what they're selling you. It's going to be something. It's going to be something else altogether. Get ready for it. Get engaged and informed. You know what I always say: the more research you do, the less you believe. All right, let's go to Newsmax weekend host Tom Basili. Tom always does a ton of research and investigating. 
Tom's filling in for the vacationing, Chris Salcedo. Democrat socialists love talking about democracy, even though they couldn't care less about your freedom. We talk about this a lot. They have a well-heeled political ecosystem that is driving the culture of death, the trans agenda, the crime wave, the border invasion, the welfare state, and of course, divisive ideologies like diversity, equity, and inclusion, all to upend the norms that have made this country strong and free. Now, this ecosystem is full tilt, mobilizing millions of dollars against former President Donald Trump through lawsuits that charge that he should be denied access to the ballot in more than a dozen states, including Colorado and Michigan. We've been talking about this week. This political ecosystem driving these nonsense 14th Amendment lawsuits is perpetrating a fraud against the people of this country in two principal ways. First, the organizations spending these millions to fund these lawsuits claim to be nonpartisan, nonprofit public charities, but they are anything but nonpartisan. They're arguably breaking the tax laws, not that anybody in Washington seems to care about that. The Colorado lawsuit was supported by a leftist organization called Crew. Now, Crew has been supported by, well, listen to their founder. Who are some of the biggest donors you have? And is there a restriction on how much money they can give you? Um, we don't have any restriction, uh, but I would say our, our biggest donors are, uh, for example, the, um, uh, uh, the Open Society Institute is a, a very big donor. The, and whose, whose organization is that? Well, it's, an, it's a foundation, but uh, it's well known to be uh, George Soros is the one who funds it. That's right. They've taken more than a half a million dollars from the Soros Open Society Foundation. One of the attorneys against the former president, Mario Nicolaias, is also, not surprisingly, a Colorado Democrat Party operative of Longstead, who also used to be the general counsel, you'll find this interesting, for a, a group that promoted COVID testing and pushed COVID vaccinations. A group really proud of their average testing result turnaround time of 36.5 hours. The Michigan lawsuit was funded by an organization called Free Speech for People, as opposed to dogs, I guess. This group founded during the early days of the Obama administration is chock full of left-wing Democrat activists. They claim to be, quote, a catalyzing leader in the country, challenging big money in politics, confronting corruption in government, fighting for free and fair elections and advancing a new jurisprudence grounded in the promises of political equality and democratic self-government. They hit every possible buzzword in that meaningless mission statement to cover up the fact that they are a bunch of leftist activists pushing the Democrats' political agenda. The group's legal director is a frequent MSDNC pundit and the author of, wait for it, The Constitution Demands It, The Case for the Impeachment of Donald Trump. Their director of development, Lisa Chang, proudly claims that she has over 15 years of experience as an anti-racism facilitator. So that's right, she's one of these people who makes a living telling white people that they're racists. The Democrat socialists who are behind these lawsuits are attacking our entire political system. Remember, for as much as folks on the left love to talk about democracy and freedom and rights, their real objective is the expansion of state power. And how do you do that? You erode confidence in our political system generally, and that's what they're doing. We know socialists are doing this in our schools and our universities. We know that the left-wing corporate media is complicit in it as well. Now, by attacking a former president in this way, 
the leading candidate for his party's nomination for re-election, the po leftist political ecosystem is training its organizing and dollars to diminish every American's faith in our democratic process. Think about it. They know they're likely going to fail in these legal efforts, but they don't care. For the left, it's about the long game. It's about making the cultural changes in the way that people think about politics, governance, and in America itself. The lawsuits allow their parrots in the biased press the opportunity to remind everyone about the January 6th riot. If they lose in the courts and Trump is reelected, they will have fodder right out of the gate to drive their narrative that he is an illegitimate president. It worked before, expect them to try it again. If they win in a couple of places like Colorado and it gets overturned, it allows them to then attack the Supreme Court, a new favorite pastime for the left. Again, they want to attack the entire system. That's Tom Basili. Thank you, Tom. Some think the poorest border Biden has created is part of their attack on America as well. Here's former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee on Thursday's edition of Rob Schmidt Tonight. You know, Governor, the month of December, it's on pace to break another record. CBP sources confirm that migrant encounters have now passed more than 250,000 for the month alone. I mean, God only knows how many, how many gotaways. Governor, I mean, how much of a national security threat is Biden's wide open border policy? It's a huge national security threat because these people are not just coming from one or two Central or South American countries. They're coming from all over the world, from 170 different countries. We see people from China coming through the southern border. Why are they coming through the southern border? Why don't they just fly into San Francisco or L.A.? Well, because it's a lot easier to walk right through. No passport needed. This is insane. And I don't understand why more Democrats aren't fed up with it. It's kind of nice to see some of these mayors, but frankly, I don't feel sorry for them. They prided themselves on being sanctuary cities. Oh, how self-righteous they were and how welcoming they were and how horrible those Texans were because they were dealing with a crisis. I think it's important that it was Jay Johnson, who was Barack Obama's director of Homeland Security, who said that if you had more than a thousand illegals coming across the border, you were faced with a crisis they couldn't handle. We're dealing with 15,000 a day, a day. And I, I just don't think the media has paid enough attention to this, uh, other than, of course, places like Newsmax, you have. But for the most part, they've ignored it. But they can't ignore what's happening in New York and Chicago and major cities across the country anymore because it's starting to affect everybody. Governor Mike Huckabee with Newsmax's Lydia Serrani. I have been reporting on the debacle, the disaster, the absurdity at the border and talking about it for nearly two years. And it's not starting to affect everybody. It is affecting everybody everywhere. I used to say, if you don't live in a border state, you don't realize what's going on, people going about their lives, doing their own thing. But now that there have been murders by illegal immigrants in other states, now that there's homeless camps all over the place in a lot of other states, now that there's migrants being bussed in, flown in or flown out, it is affecting everybody everywhere. And that's not even mentioning the fentanyl that's killing people, destroying communities, schools, and families everywhere. 
And yes, mainstream media is not covering it enough, and most Americans are not paying, still not paying enough attention. If they were, there wouldn't be anyone, anyone, supporting Biden or keeping the people responsible in office. It's just astonishing to me that Americans are putting up with it. As Vivek Ramaswamy just said, strap in, because 2024 is going to be a heck of a year. And I agree with him, a real S-storm is coming. All right. And as we look back on 2023, which you will be hearing about all weekend long, top this, top that, top this, Google has released its 2023 year in search. It shows that people around the world around the world, looked for information on Hamas's attack on Israel and Israel's war in Gaza more than anything else that had happened throughout the whole year. War in Israel and Gaza, topping this year's list of news trends in the United States and globally. What is Hamas? What's happening in Israel? Were among this year's top search queries as well, beginning with what is or why. And remember the hysteria over that Titan submersible that exploded on its way down to see the wreckage of the Titanic? That, believe it or not, was the next top globally searched news trend after the war, followed by the Turkey-Syria earthquake earlier in the year that killed tens of thousands of people. And in addition to major news events like that, and like the war, Damar Hamlin's cardiac arrest, do you remember that, on Monday Night Football, and the death of Friends star Matthew Perry more recently were some of the other stories that had people searching Google in 2023. Again, this all according to Google. The end of the year rally on Wall Street saved the year from being another negative one. The numbers are in the green so far today as well, so hopefully the markets will finish the year on a high note. Today, obviously, the final trading day of 2023. And don't forget, tomorrow night's Powerball jackpot, now $760 million. That would be the way to kick off the new year. All right, keep up with all the news all weekend long on Newsmax. It's available on most major cable systems, as you know. And be sure to get signed up for the new Newsmax Plus. Check out NewsmaxPlus.com. Get your free trial. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you for listening to the Newsmax Daily. Happy New Year. Be safe and keep on fighting the good fight. We'll see you next year. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.